It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome everybody into the latest edition of the USFL podcast. Zach Heilman in here today, hosting and writing solo. It uh, it appears that my co-host Stefan, aka the Ref, has uh, taken a little bit of a vacation. He is go over in Dallas, Texas, enjoying a WWE event that he'll be at for this week. So. I say he deserves the time off. He's been working really hard behind the scenes, honestly. He does, I mean, we both work very hard on this show, but he does quite a bit for this show that I appreciate a lot, and I'm hoping when he's listening in that he gets that, and that puts a smile on his face. But seriously, though, he deserves the vacation, and we got to gear up. we got to get our minds in order. Our, our, we got to get our focuses in order because, well, spring stock, the inaugural game, it's coming up in less than two weeks, ladies and gentlemen. We are, as of today, as we are recording today, 16 days away. As you are watching this on the first day this drops, 15 days away, or listening, by the way. You know, we do have both platforms. Nonetheless, we're getting up there. This is feeling real more and more. And I know we keep saying that on every show, but, you know... kind of, I mean, I think back to like other leagues I've seen launch, and I just I love the anticipation... And really the kind of the, I would say the journey into that first inaugural game. It, there's a lot of excitement surrounding this for myself, for the ref, for those that we talk to outside of this show. It's great. It's great. This league has us really energized. And I cannot wait to see where we go with this. Now, for the show here, like I said, we're going to talk a few things from this week that really stuck out. There was there's good news pieces, a lot of stuff that people were able to digest that we had to take in. You know, we also had of course media days in the USFL which are going on as I am recording this or really have finished up as I am recording this. Where we're getting players in jerseys, players in gear. We're seeing what they look like. We're seeing Fox and how they're going to do like say bumpers or elements of the game broadcast in these media days. So I'm excited and I am thrilled. I am jazzed. I am, I am very much uh, bursting at the seams in terms of my complete and sheer thrill that I have for the USFL. It's game time. You know, we got two weeks away. We're gonna have episodes here that are gonna be kind of looking at the two divisions. That's what we've discussed. I'll just drop that right now. But in the time being, we got a lot to digest today. So we'll get into that in just a second. 
Now let's get on to the news of the week here for the USFL. Plenty has gone on this past week. A lot of it actually pertains to a portion of it that we really haven't been focusing on because it kind of kind of comes with the nature of the beast. I mean, look, we're in a sports environment when we're talking football. It's a violent sports, one of the most violent in the world to play. And when you have a sport that's as violent as football, well, you need medical personnel and staff. You need people that are overviewing and overseeing how this stuff runs and how they evaluate injury, how they are able to heal those that are injured and how they're able to rehabilitate those and get those that can at least get back out and enjoy their life, enjoy their life. You know, it's not always about football. Sometimes it's about if you, you know, an injury is serious enough, it's about, you know, making sure that they get the best possible chance to continue their life as normally as possible. So, you know, when you talk about that aspect of the sport that doesn't get talked about enough, you know, the USFL highlighted it this week and kind of brought me back and along with others to reality where it's like, oh yeah, crud, we have not actually addressed this, honestly. So this week they brought in, they brought in a few press releases and points on partnerships, on medical information and what they are doing in the space and who they're going to be working with. So the main thing I want to touch on are really based on the partner they have and who comes from there that is going to be leading this whole operation. So first off, they partnered up with University of Alabama at Birmingham in terms of their medical department. So UAB Medicine is going to be partnering up with the USFL, and they are going to be helping with the medical duties and medical, at least necessities needed for this league to function. And one of the people that's coming over from that specific branch of UAB is, is going to be none other than their main man, Dr. Arfan Asif, MD. Um, he is their medical director, as well as a member of their medical advisory committee, which that was also listed in a different press release. Um, I'll give you some details on UAB medicine, as well as on uh, Dr. Asif here. So first off for Do- Dr. Asif, uh, here's a few things he already serves on besides now being the medical director for the United States Football League. He also serves as associate dean of primary care and rural health at UAB Hearsink School of Medicine. He's the chair of UAB Department of Family and Community Medicine and the director of UAB's, prim- UAB's primary care service line. He also leads the UAB Sports and Exercise Medicine Program in Birmingham. So, you know, already quite a bit of resume. He also has had plenty of extensive background in the athletic space. So, for example, some things he's listed off for is he currently serves as team position for UAB athletics, of course, uh, Birmingham Legion professional soccer, which is a bigger, which is a big deal in that area. One of the one of professional teams represented in the Birmingham area and as well as USA wheelchair rugby, which I not only is that awesome, is that cool to see that's another sport he deals with, but gotta be frank, I didn't even realize wheelchair rugby was a thing. And it's something I'm going to be looking up after the show that I'm going to have to do a bit of studies on. I'm, I'm serious. I didn't, I didn't know it was a thing. That's pretty awesome. I'm going to have to to share some highlights online after you listen or watch into this show. Um, Let's see. He's also a few more accolades here uh, for Dr. Asif Um, doctors. And this is from the press release as well. Additionally, Dr. Asif is a leader in sports medicine at the national international level. He is chair of the, of the American medical society of sports medicine, AMSSM. 
Collaborative Research Network, and has previously served on the AMSSM Board of Directors. He is also Senior Associate Editor of the Sports of Sport for Sports Health for Sports Health. That's what I'm saying. It's Sports Health, a multidisciplinary approach, and also and also the British Journal of Sports Medicine. So if if I didn't stress enough, Doctor Steve's got plenty of background. <laughs> this gentleman has plenty of expertise to do this position. But what's really more stands out to me as well, besides just that track record, by the way, I mean, that's great. I, I, I want, if I'm going to want someone protecting the players in this league, if I want, you know, if I want, for example, uh, for my Panthers, for example, Shea Patterson, say he goes down, you know, and it's an injury. Say so, yeah, I'm worried about that. You know, I want someone that a knows how to handle these players. Well, but I also get apparently a facility that is one of the most recognized in the country. I, look, coming into this, especially this segment coming into this week before we heard any of the medical um, press releases or medical notes. I didn't realize that Birmingham has one of the best medical facilities in the country, as well as Alabama being having one of the best medical networks in the country. I'm, I'm serious. I, I got that told to me by a few people outside of the show and was discussing that with Stefan, you know, as well. I'm like, huh, that's a funny thing. And I, I swear, I'm, I would have to guess. Um, and, and there's many factors, of course, choosing location. We've already talked uh, plenty on this show about, you know, how Birmingham has been chosen as the destination to go at this point. And that's where they went, went for a multitude of reasons. Of course, the history is one thing, but if we had to talk about another thing, it's got to be because of the fact I would imagine it's because of this. I mean, again, if you're going to play in a, if you're going to play football, you got to have the right medical personnel that are going to be able to give you the best chance to do this correctly. And that'll be able to get your players in the right positions to, you know, be healthy, recover, and possibly get back out there if needed. And I mean, UAB medicine does have the accolades. I'll, I'll list off a few things. So first off um, it's UAB medicine. And this is from the press one from the press release as well about the partnership with UAB um, UAB, Medicine, UAB medicine comprises the school of medicine and, and the $5.8 billion UAB, the $5.8 billion UAB health system. So there's a lot of, a lot invested into this. So, Along with this, it includes all of the universe, all of the University of Alabama, at, of Alabama, Birmingham's patient care activities, and 2,300 licensed beds in 11 hospitals. One of those said hospitals is the eighth largest in the United States. Kind of crazy. I, I, I like I said something again. Didn't realize it going in. It's just another. I think this press release that we got really uh, opened my eyes a little bit as to some of the medical prowess that is in this area. Um, a few accolades here from UAB Medicine, uh, winner of women's of the Women's Choice Award, also one of the U.S. News and World Report's best hospitals, apparently. And I got to stress, I even know from my own, my own researching of things, when I've looked into stuff like this, that is a very, that is very much a high accolade to get that. Um, that is something that, Definitely a, you will see someone put on, put on their chest and say, look, we, we pride ourselves on that, but that's a pretty good accolade to have. And so a few other stuff, I'll just kind of going through here, giving a few more nuggets of information on UAB medicine. Um, 
UAB, which is a part of the Al- of of the University of Alabama system here, again, it is University of Alabama at Birmingham, uh, is the state of Alabama's largest single employer, okay, and an internationally renowned research university and academic health center. Its professional schools and specialty patient care programs are consistently ranked among the nation's top 50. Again, I didn't realize any of this. I'm serious. I, I, all this is new to me. I'm just being like I'm just being honest. This is all of this is pretty new to me. Uh, and then finally, here UAB is the largest academic medical center in Alabama, and one of the top four largest academic medical centers in the U.S. Again, I would have never realized. I'm just I again I'm kind of shocked, but at the same point, I'm like, hey, that's fantastic. It's great to have that resource in that area. Uh, UAB is advancing innovative discoveries for better health as a three-time recipient of the prestigious Center of Transitional Science Award. Find more information, of course, you can see find more information at uab.edu and uabmedicine.org. Plenty of stuff to go off. If you want to do research on UAB Medicine, be my guest. Um, It's definitely worth it. They have the accolades to back it up. And honestly, the people that they've been recruiting for these projects here definitely have what they need to back it, back it up. Um, you, like I said, having a partnership with UAB is great. Again, it's someone else, you know, taking the resources of Birmingham, which I more, which more and more since I've been learning about Birmingham, it looks like it's an, it seems like an excellent city. Um, and I'm happy to see that. Now there's a few, uh, there's one other thing with this, they have a medical advisory committee that they built up. So Dr. Irfan Asif already is the medical director that was listed earlier than the uh, partnership. Um, but there's a few others here. I'm going to list off names, so I won't go into full details. What I can tell you is all these people have backgrounds and are in, have been in prestigious positions or have come from great other universities from their edu- for their education, and they fit the bill. That's what I'm going to tell you. I, I, I'm not going to go too much deeper into that. Um, I did for Dr. Seif because he is the medical director. He's kind of the head honcho of this operation here. But the rest of these doctors or train or athletic trainers, um, or at least wellness and conditioning experts, they are they're very much experts in their field. So I'll go with the rest and read off who else is in this. So you have Dr. Jeff Dugas, who's going to do orthopedics, uh, Dr. Javier Cardenas, who is neurology, Dr. Lee Ghostin, COVID-19 protocols, Dr. Jody Ortega, primary care sports medicine. You have Tori Lindley, USFL director, athletic training and rehabilitation. So that's your athletic training department. And then Zach Woodfin, USFL Director, Player Performance and Wellness Conditioning. So a lot of that's going to be a lot of nutritional and, you know, at least getting the body ready type of aspects, what makes the league tick and what gets their players ready to go. Best practices for that. So, again, if I, if I didn't stress enough, pretty, uh, pretty well-rounded group. I'm being honest. Pretty well-rounded group. I think you can't be disappointed. Um when you're in one of the best medical areas of the country and you're in one of the best medical, at least facilities in the country and you're partner, one of the best medical schools in the country, it all just kind of adds up to one big excellent synergy esque type of situation to give your players the best possible care and need. And that's exactly what you need for a league like this. We talk more and more football. Football more and more is discussed as an extremely unsafe sport. It's one that is, is adapting and trying to change and find ways to become safer and grow so that we can still enjoy the sport we love. And we can give people 
a chance to not have to worry about lingering medical issues later on in life or lingering or issues lingering from the sport immediately. So I want to see the best possible team I can put together. And from the, from the resumes I'm given here that I've been able to read off um, and that I've been able to discover here, trust, I can assure you the, the personnel with the committee and, you know, UAB medicine, they are going to do the right job. So you, they definitely are. They're in good hands. Not to, not to quote exactly an all state commercial, but seriously, they are really in good hands. Now, medically speaking, the USFL is in good hands and it definitely was a necessity that needed to be cleared up. And it's something that they were able to get out of the way. Something that we were hearing about. And now last week, if you listen to the show, me and, uh, the ref there, we, we had a, we had a good conversation, a big old speculation zone. Um, one, that, I'm talking like one that where it's like an entire segment, something we hadn't done in a minute. Um, just because really a lot of stuff was being confirmed for us. I mean, there were, there were some things we could speculate on, but even then it was getting confirmed within a week. Now this topic had been floating around and there were some places that had either had some, had someone say it is happening or that we had heard maybe it's happening. Um, I, again, shout out to the folks over at USFL Network that, you know, J, they had a JB Runnels there on the running backs coach for the Houston Gamblers who said, yeah, this is hard knocks, the, or at least a style of hard knocks show is happening with the USFL. And so that was one of one of the instances we had heard was like, okay, someone's coming out and who's working with league and saying, yeah, this is definitely happening. And we, we had heard stuff similar too. We're like, yeah, no, like this sounds like it could be a possibility. Um, like anything though, as you heard in that speculation zone, we have to be careful. And we, we hadn't confirmed anything. We, we have people that we talked to in the league. We wanted to make sure that that did get confirmed. And sure enough, you know, even as of course they announced it, we were told, yes, it is happening. So like after that speculation zone, we were told, yeah, it's definitely a thing. And we're like, great. Awesome. Fantastic. When's this going to get revealed? And sure enough, we did get that dropped here, at least on uh on Wednesday where the USFL finally came out and said, look, here's the whole shebang of how we're running this, where we're going to be doing a docu series of a season in the United States football league. Basically the inaugural season was going to be on tape. And it's going to cover all eight teams. I'll, I'll give you the rest of the details. Main things you need to know, some stuff that really stands out that you need to know. So first off, this is a, this is a production with Fox, with Fox Sports that is also being produced by NFL Films. I'm going to stop there for a second and let you hear that again. Fox Sports, who's going to bring this to light, it's going to be called, by the way, United by Football a season in the USFL. So that, that's the title. I, I find it, I find it catchy. I like United by, by football just alone. Um, but again, Fox sports is going to be running, is going to be having this, uh, this operation NFL films. is going to be producing it. Think about that. We're talking the guys that set the NFL on the map, basically made the game of football very much a story, a atmosphere, a really, I, I would say, put your heroes of the game into a light that felt cinematic and felt like it was you were watching a movie. You know, I, I, uh, 
I love not only watching NFL film, NFL films, productions and things from the past that they did. And, you know, even their modern, even modern stuff, like for example, football life, but I also love, you know, I love the music. I love the atmospheric pieces of it. NFL films is great. It is, well, it's not great. It is perfect at capturing the things that make the game so special, make the game what people care about watching and what they love about it. Um, for me in particular, one thing with NFL films I've always loved is I love the stories. I love the intricacies. I love the whim of the whimsy of it. It makes football this very, I would say majestic and glorified, much more glorified than it's already a great game as it is, but even more glorified of a game when put in a cinematic setting. And I really am excited to see what NFL films is going to do with this and what we're going to get. And, and here's also another reason why. So you have, you have the stars in the NFL, the NFL, it, it's been getting better at promoting its stars year over year. And it's getting better at kind of doing those. I, I love mic'd up segments. I love things like that. Now other leagues have done mic'd up segments and have gotten coverage of people on the sidelines and whatnot. But for this, you know, it's not like we're getting someone that was a star at the top league right out of the gate. We're going to do and give those that have those stories that are looking to get that next step a chance to shine on a series like this. Because here's the thing. They're not just going to be covered in game. This is going to be airing before games is going to be available on demand. This is going to be available on multiple channels in some way in broadcast form. And I'm excited for that players getting to you get to maybe get social media famous out of this. I mean, you're going to be able to get out there and say, Hey, look at me world. I'm so-and-so. And I, I could list any player off right there. If I want, I'm just saying that the there's, there's plenty of possibilities about for this. Now, one thing they're going to, one thing they're going to do with this series, I'll list off the details on where it's airing and whatnot. I know I hinted at that just a second ago, but I want to get more details on what the series is going to be highlighting. So again, you have NFL films here, who is with Fox sports and collaboration. Um, and this is from the PR here. I'm going to read this off quote. The series without narration will be driven by players and coaches, their journeys told through the signature storytelling lens of NFL films. Teaming with NFL films will help us, the USFL and Fox sports deliver a world-class fan experience, whether in the stadium or watching from home, fans will enjoy USFL football. That is old school, physical and fast paced modern. So as you can see, this is going to be very much a raw more bare bone i wouldn't well maybe not bare bones but at least it's more raw um there's no storyteller narration of sorts this is very much you're watching you know you're watching the story of how the season plays out uh, a few other things they list off in this too with the production so nfl this is again from the press release we got we received quote nfl films cameras will have unfettered access including robotic cameras in team meeting rooms and players and coaches wearing microphones during practices and games so again getting the audio clips that's going to be of course very important but robotic cameras in team meeting rooms i that's something I've been fascinated. I think people really like people love behind the scenes access. It's like, it's, it's gold. It's media gold. Not every fan, you know, thank God for social media these days that we get and more access to video. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And so we see some stuff like this sometimes, but we don't always get that chance. And so we get to highlight that, we get to watch these teams at least conduct and operate the ways that they are, you know, in a very raw, like I said, a very raw setting. They're trying to get the season in order. The cameras are just rolling because they're there. They, they can't, they don't have time to pay attention to those. They have to get going. Um, let's see, uh, continuing on the PR. In addition, embedded crews will be with all eight teams. So all eight teams will be being followed around by camera, microphone, you name it for recording equipment, capturing the daily challenges, challenges, these elite athletes and experienced coaches face throughout a demanding schedule and high pressure competition, which I mean, let's face it. That's what we're all wanting to watch this series for Uh, continuing for some playing in the new USFL will be their first taste of professional football while others are fighting for one last shot to pursue their football dreams, regardless of the goal players and coaches alike will be you will be quote united by football hey i got the tagline (laughs) you knew it was going to get in there that's where it's going to tie in uh continuing in their pursuit of individual and team success during the usfl's inaugural season so a lot of excitement there um a lot to process uh i mean i really have been i've been wanting to see a series like this um i think that the sport in terms of spring pro football it needs it. Um, something that I feel is a big hurdle with these leagues. And it's something that I think too, when you talk about like, not the hardcore fans, I'm talking about people that they want to jump in and associate with an athlete they like, or with something element of this, that they want to at least clip onto, or they want to associate because their fan, their friends love it. Um, a series like this might be that, that stick to it. And it also humanizes the players a bit more. It gets those stories of their, maybe of their life or maybe how they got here or what their struggles are out there for people. And especially in season, I think it ties, I think it connects the fans a lot closer to these players. You know, we talk about the challenge of, for example, teams being besides Birmingham in terms of the stallions, the other seven teams, how do you connect fans to those markets and with Fox wanting to push the TV angle as important as possible, but trying to supposedly get to these markets by next year, this is a good way of doing it, especially if you have players that return. And I'm thinking of course, year two with that, you know, as, as Moose Johnson has said, let's get through year one, which I still agree completely. But if I'm thinking of year two, if I'm thinking of the years ahead, you know, especially if I'm thinking about going to markets, what's a good way of doing that? How do I connect with people? How do I like these stars? How do I, how do I get invested in my team? That's another nugget of doing this. That's another avenue for people. You know, well, I want to know about the struggles of these players. I want, I want to associate with them. You know, I mean, right now, mine, mine's the Panthers. I want to see Jeff Fisher be a goofball or something like that, or see his coaching style. You know, I know there's obviously there's hard knocks, you know, LA Rams. If you wanted to go check that out, that, 
he's been in. But nonetheless, like Fisher's been away from football for a few years. What's he like now? You know, some players are trying to get that restart to their careers. Like, you know, for example, like a Shea Patterson or a Jeff, or a Jeff Bennett. What are they, what are their thought processes, right? Says it right now, like a Paxton Lynch. How's that relationship between him and Shea Patterson? You know, what about the big 10 connection between the two running backs with like Steve, Stevie Scott and co I'm, I'm saying there, there's a lot of things. I sit here and I go, man, I want to see this stuff. And I think, like I said, it helps me connect with these people better. You know, if you remember a good story, if you, if you, if you are touched and if you connect with a good story, that's going to stick with you. So NFL films is great for that stuff. Like it, that is one of their, that's one of their, their bread and butters is that they, they are great with connecting and humanizing what many people consider as like these heroic folks, you know, it brings them more down to down to the level of a fan. You know, you get to go, Hey, this guy has a life. This guy has fan, has family guy has struggles. Guy has hobbies. Guy is kind of like me. And so this series, I think will highlight some of those aspects. And of course it'll highlight, you know, I think for some people that, Spring football isn't just a joke. Like there, there, are, there are things you sacrifice to do this, and there are legitimate professional things going on. So I'm excited to see what Fox and NFL Films can do with that. And again, we got to rejoin this. Talk about the NFL being in a good standing with the league. Like that's another thing. I, I want to say this because I thought about this too when this came out. Just kind of looking back now again. The, the OG USFL and the new, they're different. I'll be, again, they're different entities. We know this. But still, just the, the mention of United States Football League and NFL. You know what that comes back to? Like, that, that gives me a chuckle. Because the original version and the NFL hated each other. Or at least they gave off that vibe. <laughs> and now you have the new version. You have the new USFL. And it's working in good terms, good standing with the national football league. I, I find that funny. I, I find that almost ironic. I know again, they're two different entities. I'm we, we know this I'm being honest, but still I find it hilarious. And I, I think that just sticks out. So I, I find that hilarious. If you are a fan of either one of those iterations, <laughs> it's too funny, but I, I I'm glad the NFL NFL films is, is joining up here. Uh, let's, let's read off a few things from uh, more from PRs. We got some, for example, uh, Patrick Kelle, Kelleher, NFL films, vice president, executive producer. We hear at NFL quote. We here at NFL films could not be more excited and eager to partner with the USFL and Fox sports in this upcoming series. Another quote from him, the opportunity to document the start of a new professional league is incredibly rare. And we look forward to capturing the incredible sights and sounds throughout this inaugural season. So, Again, very optimistic. I, I like hearing that you have two sides of this that are thrilled to do this. And we'll, we'll even read off uh, another Fox's side here. So Joel Santos, executive producer at Fox Sports, quote, NFL films and Fox Sports have well-deserved reputations for stoking passions in all football fans. So we couldn't imagine a better partnership to tell the inside story of the new USFL. Another quote. Hundreds of hours of material we filmed, screened, and edited to produce what will no doubt be seven compelling hours of programming for football fans across America. So what can you expect? What is coming up with this series? What is the release schedule of sorts here? Um, so the first one, 
April 16th will be the first episode. And you're going, well, wait a minute. So this is already being dropped the same day that we're just, we're launching. Yes. So this is their plan. And I kind of, I like this. I, I think this is great for a lead in. You're not just doing like a, like you're not just dropping someone into a cold open and, you know, pregames, you know, maybe not all of them will have a pregame. Some will just go right into programming nonetheless. So the series United by football, a season in the USFL will kick off Saturday, April 16th at 6 30 PM. Eastern time, exactly an hour before the inaugural game of the USFL season on April 16th at 7 30 PM. Eastern time. So you're going to have an hour long special of the first episode of this series, the rest of the series, the other 12 episodes going all the way through to July 9th will be 30 minutes in length. And you'll have all of them that they will begin. They will proceed and they will start at the beginning of games or before a specific game on the broadcast slate on Fox, Fox, it will air on Fox first. And that goes through the championship and actually does a post-championship episode on July 9th. So you have all the game, you have all the you have all these game, these episodes on Fox for games. And then you'll have a final one that is essentially what I'm going to guess is a recap of the championship on July 9th, or at least the lead up to it and how that all went down. So plenty, plenty of stuff you're going to be discussing and good social media content as long as with the league as long as it keeps its social following and gets the buzzwords out and about with this series airing. Um, So yeah, that'll go again, April 16th through July 9th. You'll get the series all of them a half hour length with the exception of the hour long special that will kick things off on April 16th. I could not be more thrilled for this. Um, Again, this is, I stress again, this is content I've been wanting to see with these leagues um, in another league that I covered the national arena league. We have a good buddy of ours, Aiden Kowalski, who did a series called inside the lines and it's arena football. Arena football doesn't really get that much exposure in terms of documentary series or things like that. And I'm glad that the USFL now they have more resources, of course, first off, but I am ecstatic that the USFL is taking this dive and they are like, okay, let's let's kind of connect more fans. Let's make this let's make this a professional product. This is another thing that makes a professional product really come out and say, hey, this is a serious deal. You're, I mean, you're putting the stories out there. You're investing into this. This is a serious deal. And as long as we continue, I, I'm curious. As long as we get to season two, I wonder where this can go. Because I imagine this could be a continuing series speculation zone i although speculation zone with like kind of a pinch of possible good possibility because of the fact that if you get to season two i could see this continuing i i wouldn't want to cancel like if it gets good ratings and people like it why would you cancel it you know that's the whole thing like it's tv product so so the games are the products on tv so is this but we have to get to year two. That's why it's a speculation zone aspect for me. I think though, that we will get to year two. I still am high on this and I do see this continuing because I want to see more stories. And quite frankly, because also, again, we have to get to season two. There's another aspect of season twos. What will the turnover be? 
you know, cause you're going to have changes with a spring league for players that might want to go to the NFL. So stuff to think about, you know, just saying there, there's things to think about there, but I want this series to continue. I'm looking forward to the first episode that I probably won't be watching live because, uh, Hey, I'll be, you know, in Birmingham <laughs> when it's airing, I'll probably be getting into the, be in the stadium ready for the game when it's airing. So I won't get to see it, but I'll get to watch it on other places that I can watch. So I said that Fox, you can watch it. It'll premiere on Fox. The follow-up Encore airing the week next that they will air it will be on FS1. So you're getting that corporate synergy again. You want to promote more stuff. You know, Fox is, of course, the main, you know, over-the-air channel, but their other main cable channel, the one that there is their other darling, is the is FS1. And then, and I keep saying this, I keep running into this, this theme. Somehow, some way, and I said this during the speculations on this too, Tubi, I said on there, Tubi is a place you want to look out for if this comes out where it drops. And sure enough, in the PR, they stress that Tubi will have these on demand after they air and after the encore on FS1. And Tubi's free, by the way. So you don't have to pay anything to watch these. You just go on to the service. They have ads. I've used Tubi. Uh, Fox has bought it. So it's, a, it's again, corporate synergy, that, that whole, you know, that whole uh, spiel that Fox has with this property. You know, they're wanting you to use Tubi. They're wanting you to get on FS1. You know, they want to check your, have you check out the shows. I mean, I'm, I'm, I mean, I've seen Mike, Mike Pereira's on Fox News, you know, FS1. Colin Coward started talking about USFL again. It was bound to happen. He's been saying it, but like now he's talking to people about the league. So, yeah, this is available at other places and other platforms. It just airs first on Fox. Um, you can actually find the main schedule of where it airs on Twitter or social medias like Instagram and Facebook. They post it on there. I'd recommend saving those times if you wanted. And then, uh, you know, having yourself ready for the games if you're tuning in. So, yeah, excited. United by football, a season in the USFL kicks off April 16th at 6.30 p.m. Eastern. Finally, on this episode of the USFL podcast, I wanted to talk to those out there because media day in the USFL was taking place. Well, funny enough, this afternoon, as I was getting ready to come on and get this episode a rolling, uh, USFL media day is essentially, we're getting a bunch of the bumpers, the stingers, the promo shots, the photos out there of players in their uniforms and in just different game apparel for the broadcasting elements and social elements as well. So exciting stuff. Um, we kind of got a lot of exposure to teams that have their uniforms and things in person. Now, um, one thing that did come apparent and something I don't think was really revealed. So they showed off all the uniforms, of course, originally, and you know, they didn't, there was an element that they showed today and with the media days that I didn't realize they were going to put on there. If you go to the USFL shop and you check out, for example, you want to check out like maybe pre-ordering a jersey. That, that's where this is going to reference. You'll you'll notice in the jersey shop, in the jersey renders, there's a uh, two render photos that they have in the r- bottom right corner a 
a kind of like an emblem. It says inaugural season, USFL 2022. And I didn't really think about that. No one really, ha- I don't think many have I'm like, okay, it's, it's just to show off the product. Maybe it's like a, it's like a certified licensed product logo, kind of like the NFL or like other licensed entities. Although this, so sure. Maybe it's on there, but today all the jerseys and you'll see this if you go on social, they have a patch there. That same patch is now on the top right shoulder on all the jerseys. I might've misspoke on that. It should be the top right. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it is. It is the top right shoulder. Just had to reconfirm that. And I'm like, let's not uh, say the wrong thing. Uh, but yeah, they all have the inaugural USFL season patch now on the top right shoulder. Adds, an, adds a little bit of a touch. Um, nothing too crazy. Just wanted to point that out. Something that I was kind of surprised at. But hey, you know, if anything, it puts out there. It's inaugural season. I will say with the media days, here, here's one thing that I will put out here. I want, I'm, I like seeing this stuff. I liked it in the XFL um in xfl 2.0 that is and i very much like seeing this here because a you get to see the jerseys used not in a photo setting or promotional setting you get to see them on the players and you get to see the reactions to it you get to see what they're going to do you know you get you get get, it's an exciting piece of social media content and it adds to kind of what you're hoping to watch for in the broadcast elements of this exactly so media day in the usfl really really an exciting time it's another step in that direction. And guys, as I kind of wrap things up here for this recording, I know it's a bit shorter than usual, but Hey, I mean, we were man down and I wanted to, wanted to get all these, these details in the best as possible without rambling too much to you. Um, we're less than two weeks away. We are, we are gearing up for what looks to be a pretty incredible start to this year. I didn't even mention, I'll actually bring this in too, that we're seeing promos and ads ramp up a little bit too. We saw a new, we saw a new commercial come out over the, over this last week of uh, promoting and showing a new render of the stadium where it's got the USFL logo with one red end zone, one blue end zone in it and showing off Birmingham in that light. We have it promoting that it's on Fox and NBC now, which actually that's one thing I'm kind of curious is, you know, when are we going to start seeing more from NBC? I, I, and I guess I don't want to end on a totally negative note. It's not really negative. I'm just kind of surprised that I haven't seen or heard too much from NBC. I know it's a Fox property fair. We've had this debate, but I kind of was expecting something from their side by now. And again, folks, I work at, I work at essentially a television job. We monitor stations across the country. I haven't seen anything from NBC that is USFL related since we're talking like back in the Super Bowl. And I would think you see, and that could change. It could, but remember NBC is supposed to be handling the pregame production and duties kind of shocked. That hasn't been the case. I mean, it's a simulcast. Nonetheless, the simulcast is being promoted more. We are seeing that marketing on television ramp up. We're even seeing local stuff. Like a few of the stations that I handle are locally closer to Birmingham. And you're seeing ones that are like, go get your tickets, go support your stallions, go check out the stallions. That's specifically local focused marketing. It's kind of cool. Not going to lie. 
it's feeling real is what I'm trying to say is it's here. We're almost here. We're about to crest the hill. It's about to be April 1st and I'm not fooling around. You see what I did there? I'm not fooling around. We're about to watch an exciting new product with fans that are very much excited to see said new product. I can't wait. And I hope you guys can't either. And I definitely know that if Stefan was here today, he would, in terms of the show, he would definitely be saying the same thing. It's going to be a blast. Next two episodes, we're going to be essentially gearing up for this inaugural week. Uh, We're talking about doing, uh, like I mentioned earlier, we're going to be thinking about doing like a preview of both divisions. Uh, We'll be adding on some more things we can think of for the shows and gearing you up for Springstock. Again, as I wrap up, remember, folks, we're doing a live broadcast and tailgate at Protective Stadium on the inaugural day between 12 to 4 central time we're going to be four hours multiple guests multiple different personalities and special guests are arriving here we have we are going to drop as i referenced earlier the list we're going to start revealing those this coming week and giving you tidbits on who's going to be there remember we're doing free food free drinks pre byob though just saying and giveaways gonna be massive we have been thrilled we've been planning this for months we have been dying to check out and do this for months and we can't wait to execute it because it's going to make summer stock that much better learning of what we do with this one spring stock though april 16th starting at noon central time 1 p.m eastern time that's gonna be on broadcast on youtube or check us out in person we'll be there and have a good presence too Meanwhile, as well, follow us on social media at USFL podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Be sure to subscribe to us. If you like this episode of myself, man, you're going to love the episodes where me and the ref are on too, especially click the subscribe button, hit that bell. It builds morale. Stefan would be proud of me right now. He, he, I could see, I could see it right now. He's smiling at this section, hit that bell. It builds morale. And be sure to subscribe because you might win a jersey too if we hit 5,000 subs. That's all I can tell you. Until next time, everybody, I'm Zach Conlon saying so long. Thanks for tuning in for this solo adventure into this week's episode 13. And we'll catch you along me, alongside Stefan, next week on another edition of the USFL podcast. Stay tuned, everyone.